We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Julius Randle with a season-high 44 points. As the New York Knicks roll into Dallas, and they'll defeat the Mavericks and win their fifth consecutive game. That's the first five-game winning streak since 2014. Richard, final thoughts from you. No, I, I think I, I can't compliment the, this Knicks defense enough. Their defense, their offense is buzzing. They're playing great around Randall and. Look, the Dallas Mavericks are going to be just fine. I think we're going to see both of these teams in the postseason. Woo! Woo-hoo! Motherfucker! <laughs> yeah! That's what we do! Ooh, boy! Oh, shit! Ah! Uh. <laughs> Oh, it's been so long. It's been so long. Oh. Oh. It's been so long since we can feel good about this team. KP, you can fuck off. RJ, uh, uh, Richard Jefferson, fuck all the way off. Um, Luka Doncic, fuck all the way off. Mark Cuban, Rick Carlisle. That's a shame. Shame what happened to that man. A situation he had nothing to do with. Fuck all the way off. Oh, boy. It's a good night. It's a good night to be a Nick fan. Michael Aaron, man, starting us off. Oof. Five in a row. Five in a row. No, we're not making Macri cry. I mean, Macri may cry. He may cry on the on the floor in the corner of his bathroom by the by the time we hit three a.m. Because I, I can't. I'm not going to sleep tonight. <sighs> oh goodness. Uh, okay, so um, the Knicks win 
The Knicks win. The Knicks win. The Knicks win. Uh, janky painting. Thank you, Janky painting. I love your symbol. I love your artwork there. Go, go buy Janky paintings. Janky paintings. All right. <clears throat> I am the petty ass kid who just walked into a candy shop. Oh boy. Um, no, you listen. Um, it's a long time. I mean, I was a teenager when this team was consistently good. Um, like a lot of you were, or maybe you weren't born. Um, and then we had we had a couple good years there. One was really good, but it was a lot of older guys, and um, it never it never felt like to me that we were just at stage one of something that would go on and on and on and be real and sustainable and special, and not <laughs> the worst team in the league, which we were for most of the rest of the twenty years. And this tonight. Tonight, with the fifth win in the row, and with and we're going to talk about both of them, um, with Julius Randle doing what Julius Randle did, and R.J. Barrett doing what R.J. Barrett did. It it not that not that what has happened before tonight this season hasn't felt real. It's all been real, and it's all been building up to this. But but it feels like tonight. We'll see what happens for the rest of the season. We'll see what happens in the play-in. Still, what happens? Um, you know, in the, in the playoffs, knocking on wood, but it feels like tonight, tonight was the night where you, you, it always, you turn a corner, right? You turn a corner and tonight felt special to me. And I know it felt special to everyone watching because it's fucking midnight. It's 1215 on a Friday night. And you're sitting here and you're watching my slightly inebriated ass talk about this team. Um, because it is that type of a team that engenders that type of belief and that type of excitement and that type of just, ah, I want to see where it goes from here with these guys and this coach and this front office. And tonight was all about that. Tonight was all of that wrapped into one. So, um, you know, everybody, um, have a drink, take a shot, do whatever you do. So many comments in the super chat that I'm going to get to as I pull up. Where is it? Where is my Where is my email? We're going to wait for Tom uh, to come to the podium. I'm going to see if I can sneak in a question for Mr. Thibodeau on behalf of Nick fans everywhere here. So, um, Chris Carter, we're starting right off on the Super Chat. Is Luca the biggest crybaby in the league? Absolutely. You know what else Luca needs? And maybe we can get uh, some of the uh, – Andrew, help me out here. I'd like to take some of our Super Chat money from tonight and invest in a man's ear to send to Mr. Doncic because when he hops around after those foul calls that he thinks he doesn't get, it's getting a little floppy up top. So let's get, um, or is it a bro? Is it the bro or is it the man's ear? In any case, let's get one of those to uh, Mr. Doncic. I think we could afford it. We're having some very generous contributions to the super chat tonight. So a man's ear for Luca. Um, hashtag it. A Grabstein. Thank you for your contribution. Um, Sam L. Did you see Tibbs put Frank in? We're gonna we're gonna talk about Frank, man. We we are going to talk about Frank Nilakina as my light falls because nothing is ever perfect. Um, I'm gonna keep it going. Stevens Gialme missed the entire missed the entire game. Oh, Stevens, Stevens, you got. I mean, I'm gonna have a newsletter. I'm probably gonna write it at 4 a.m. But um, but because you're at a birthday party, but we won New York Forever Team Macri. Thank you, Stevens. You're the man. It was a good one, Leo. 
Gorupski, thank you for your contribution to the Super Chat. You are the man. Um, Ethan Maples, what a win. I love this team so much. I love it too. Tough not to. It's tough not to love this team because of the expectations. And for anybody who missed it in today's newsletter, um, it has been since 1986-87, that season, that a team that was picked by Vegas to have the least amount of wins or the furthest championship odds before a season, it has been that long. It has been over three decades since one of those teams made the playoffs. Over three decades. So this is 34 years in the making. It's easy to love a team that works hard enough to make that some that make that possible. Um, Zolo J, Julius Randle, Max, this man. I mean, it, we're we're past the conversation of do you give him the the max that you could offer him um, this offseason? Now it's a whole different conversation. Great comment, uh, PKNY. Still taking 12-13 mellow over Julius Randle for this Knicks team, man. No, no, because this Knicks team is it, it, is we're 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 at a special place, and twelve thirteen mellow. I love him, and he he's a Hall of Famer, and it was a Hall of Famer at his best. But man, did he have some pieces around him, and man, is Julius Randle making the most of these pieces, and more importantly, is Tom Thibodeau making the most out of these pieces? Um, Mensa Smith, can we talk about how the Knicks defense was tasked with containing Zion and Luca in their buildings and came out unscathed? Yes, we can talk about it, and we are going to talk about it tonight. Oh, man, their defense on Luca. For, for everything Randall did and for everything RJ did, I thought their defense on Luka Doncic tonight was the highest caliber basketball thing that we saw on the floor tonight. I know we had a million assists and he made a few shots at the end. I don't care. They made that guy's life as difficult as you can make his life because he is playing as well as any player in the NBA. And that is not an overstatement. If you've been paying attention, look at the numbers. That's what Luca does. And, and we contained him. Um, so great comment there. Rory, uh, Celentano. Thank you for the super chat. John Michael Prego. Fuck KP with the PH. Davis Bertans is the superior Latvian. RJ was a different animal in the fourth. We're going to talk about RJ a lot. Um, Jilbronius James is a man possessed. Damn right he is. Juice Had. Bring me Boston. Bring me Toronto. Bring me Miami. These are all caps, by the way. Bring me Atlanta. Bring me Milwaukee. Bring me Indiana. Let's go. Um, I mean, look, the top three in the East is the top three in the East, and there are some other very talented teams. We had a great night tonight. Um, you know, I'm excited for this team, hopefully, to get the opportunity to play um, one of those great teams in a seven-game series because I think they'll give him hell. I don't know if they're going to win, but I think they'll give him hell. Sam Stavis, Randall and RJ in second are sick and tired of being disrespected. They knew they were on ESPN. Damn right. Julius Randall knew he was on ESPN. Robert Cross, all the chicken cutlets tonight. Let's get some Mutz, Roma, tomato, Portuguese bread. Um, oh, man. I have a, you know, I don't have any chicken cutlets here. I don't even think I have any uncooked chicken. I do have a DiGiorno pizza in the freezer. Um, although tonight, at this rate, I might have to uh, drink a cup of coffee or two. There's a White Castle not far from my house that just absolutely would, would look lovely right now. Uh, Jeremy in. Jeremy E., this win was as good as Alfred is bad. Alfred actually had a decent game tonight. I'll say he had a couple moments at the rim where he made the wrong decision, wrong rim read, but I thought Alfred was good. This was a team defensive effort tonight, and Alfred's part of that. So shout out to him, too. Scott Benjamin, honestly, how does the NBA not recognize Randall as an MVP candidate? Oh, boy. 
Um, Richard Jefferson said third team All NBA. Come on, man, first or second at least. And shout out to Harry Donard. He comes in here every night, Harry Donard, and he contributes to the super chat. He never asks a question. Harry, we love you for this. Thank you so much. Scott Benjamin, to your question. I mean, look, um, every every uh, voter gets five players to put on their ballot. And if you go back historically, there are years where you'll get 12, 13, 14 players whose names appear on the ballot, even if it's for only one fifth place vote. At this rate, if you gave me the over-under of 0.5 votes, again, just talking about one vote, 0.5 that Randall gets for on the MVP ballot, I think he gets a vote from somebody, one of the 99 guys, people who has a ballot. Um, but third-team All-NBA is, is real um, at this point. It's very real. Robert McGinley, all the last few games um, – Hold on. I, I lost it. We're going back up. Um, my God, the super chat. You guys are just like beyond, beyond, beyond um, the super chat tonight. I just want to say for a second, thank you. Um, all of the last games have their own feels, but I feel that comeback against the Grizzlies last Friday has set the tone for such great things. If the season turns into anything where they actually maybe get into the playoffs and do some stuff, we're going to look back at the Grizzlies game. For this era of Knicks basketball, I think we may look back at this game. The Grizzlies game for this season, I think, was massively important. Terry Carey, shout out in the super chat. Elton Geiks, y'all wanted Kenny Atkinson. I want to listen. I was on Tibbs, Tibbs Island by the time it really came down to it. C.T. Pittman. C.T. Pittman, man. It's Andrew Claudio, my producer, your mission is to find out an address for C.T. Pittman because we are sending that man some swag. He needs to be fitted in some Nick Film School, some hoodie, a hoodie, a T-shirt, a ha- whatever. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna outfit C.T. Pittman. Uh, my goodness. The Flying Machine Collective, RJ and Julius play with the ultimate chips on their shoulders. You know, this this whole team plays with chips on on its shoulder. And and I think it's because you have a collective of guys, guys like Alec Burks, guys like Nerlens Noel, guys like Reggie Bullock, who the whole league, anybody could have had Nerlens Noel. Anybody could have had Alec Burks. Anybody could have traded for Julius Randle this offseason. Um, and, and, and you know where it comes from? It comes from Tom Thibodeau because anybody could have made Tom Thibodeau their head coach um, over the course of the, of the 18 months before he was hired by the Knicks. Well, 16 months, I guess. Anybody could have had him as their head coach. They didn't want him. They, they listened to all the bullshit. All the bullshit they listened to. And, um, you know, that's on the rest of the league. We got him. So... Uh, shout out to to Tom Thibodeau. Um, Wixell Metellus, I love the fact that RJ had a good game on ESPN, nationally televised game. The fact that this is a nationally televised game cannot be understated. Um, Evan Janichin, imagine Larry Brunson and Cat with this core. You know what? I, I'm I'm for I'm gonna make a statement right here. I'm not saying I'm not gonna talk about the offseason at all anymore. I'm sure it'll come up, but like. I am just so excited about this team and I'm not saying they could win a championship with this core, but like, let's, Oh, and here we go. Hey everyone, coach is here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll bring you into the room. Let's raise the old hand here. Steph Bondi. Hey Tom, that, that run to start the fourth quarter, um, seemed to give you guys the momentum and you, and you left, um, RJ in there to, 
to start that fourth quarter and play them throughout. Can you just talk about that decision? Um, yeah. I believe R.J. Albert. Well, you know, we, we were trying to uh, match up taking Julius out and they took Doncic out. And so we felt we needed another scorer out there. And I was just going to run with it a couple minutes. And then it sort of that group got on a run. And R.J. Look got at this man. So we went Look at this it, man. And it worked out. I thought Frank gave us good minutes, too. We needed a, another defender in there. Uh, so I thought that was important. All the croissants tonight. You know, the the block and the rim protection from Nerlens was was terrific. Uh, Reggie battled the whole game on, on Doncic, and you know that's not an easy task. We had a number of guys who step up and, and play really well. So we uh, you know we got to take that. Obviously, there's things that we can do better. We got to make our corrections, and we're gonna have a quick turnaround for our next game. Uh, this late in the season to see Julius look so fresh and sharp. I mean, Mark's very excited. Amazing what he's doing out there. Yeah, I mean, I think he prepared himself for this. And I think that you, you can't overlook that. Uh, I knew when I saw him the first time in the summer, the type of shape that he was in. And so, uh, I've had a number of players throughout my career that, you know, are that type of player and they all prepare themselves extremely well in the offseason so they can handle the workload that they're going to have. And they, you know, they command a lot of attention when, you, when you're scoring a ball and making plays the way he is. He's, you know, he's rarely single covered uh, and he's making the right plays. He's making winning plays the way we started the game. His aggressiveness. Give this man a cigar. I've said it many times. He's in our engine. He the way we started the game. His aggressiveness. Give this man a cigar. I've said it many times. He's in our engine. He makes us go. He needs a cigar in his mouth. Steve Popper. Hey, Tom. This five game winning streak is the longest for the franchise in seven years. Uh, are you happy? <laughs> Am I happy? Yeah. You know, I'm never happy. Uh, you know, if we're, and we try not to get wrapped up in it. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I think you, you don't want to get lost, and that's the most important thing. I I think to understand what goes into winning, I think if we're taking care of all the little things, the big things will take care of themselves. Just stack good days. You know, we want to have good practice days. We want to have good shoot arounds. We want to play our best in the games. We want to learn each day, and we want to keep getting better. And if we do that, we're going to have a good chance. I think we have a belief that we can win, and that's probably the most important thing. And it's and it started that way uh, at the beginning, and you know it doesn't really matter what outside people think; it's what we think. Can you? Ian Bagley. Tom, what do you think of what you got from uh, Nerlens tonight? Uh, you know the the rim protect the block shot was. You know, there's, there's a lot of plays in, throughout the course of the game that that are just defined. Going to get to all these comments in the Super Chat, by the way. Offense Don't worry. It unites your team. It inspires your team. And when you see someone make a play like that, it, it gets people fired up. And that's, and, and that's what he does. He, he makes great effort plays. Play of the year. Uh, no, there's no way. He covers up a lot of mistakes. Uh, we have guys flying around, and you have to when you're – when you try to guard a guy like Doncic, absolutely play the more than one. You have to be in. You got to try to stop the ball. Then you have to.
to get out, you got to cover the line, you got to challenge the shot, and then you got to finish with the rebound. That requires a lot of effort, and you got to be flying around. It's, again, if one guy's doing it slowly, you're going to give up a wide open shot. So you need everyone tied together. And the team has made that commitment, and he's the anchor back there, and that's he, that's his role. Ian O'Connor? Got all the big boys today. Yeah, Tom, uh, outside of Randall's conditioning, is there something that he's shown you in his game that maybe you didn't know he had before you started coaching him? Yeah, I think the big thing is, like, when he added the three-point shot, and that just opened up everything else. He, Step back! He's been uh, terrific on the block. What a he's, world. He can always face up and he'd beat you off the dribble, but he was more of a mid-range guy, and he sort of is, really extended his range. Uh, and then the playmaking, you know, he's you know, a lot more patient. I think he's reading the floor extremely well. He's creating easy offense for us. Uh, he's making really good decisions. Uh, but I think he prepared himself well for the, for the season. And, you know, I think his confidence comes from that. It's uh, what you put into something, and he's put a lot into it. Mark Berman. Hey, Tom, uh, probably won't talk to you tomorrow. And uh, with the Pelicans rematch coming up so, so soon, I mean, uh, obviously they're going to make adjustments, but is there some things you're looking at uh, for, for for that contest against Zion and maybe Lonzo? Oh, come on, Mark. Yeah, I think Lonzo played tonight, so that, you know, that may, they'll make, it, that make them different. <clears throat> uh, so we're going to have to be ready for that. And, it's a quick turnaround. It's an early start. We got to be ready to go, so we know. One o'clock start, everybody, on Sunday, one p.m. Set your set your watches. When you're going against a guy like Zion, in many ways, it's similar to Doncic in the sense that it requires more than one, uh, and you can't give him any gaps. And uh, Ingram is is a load to deal with. Uh, if he gets going early, it could be a problem. So that team has a lot of weapons. Last question, Steph Bondi. Nah, not tonight. Yeah, just, just looking forward again. Um, you got this big home stretch coming up. Um, do you do you look at this as? I mean, what are the challenges when you play that many consecutive games at home? Now we don't need to get to that. Um, okay, so um, he didn't smile. I don't think once throughout the whole time. He did not smile the whole time. But credit to Tibbs. Credit to Tibbs. He's just rolling with it. He refuses He refuses to embrace this as the pinnacle because he's Tibbs, and there's always the next day, and he's never going to be happy unless he wins a championship. So what a man. What a human being. Um, we should all be thankful we have him as our coach. I am thankful we have him as our coach. Here we go. All right. Continuing with the Super Chat, Dominic Ambrosia. Macri, Macri, go Knicks. Think Frank should have got more minutes than Bullock tonight. How about that R.J. Julius stretch in the fourth? All right. Um, Let's let's talk about the RJ and Julius stretch. So <clears throat> let's talk about let's talk about Julius first, real quick. Um, he is in the All NBA conversation, as I said before. I thought tonight was as good a regular season game as a Nick has played, given what was on the line, as I have seen. I'm just trying to think if there's been a mellow game. Has there been a mellow game that was as good as this and as meaningful as this in the regular season? I'm not sure. As far as RJ in the beginning of the fourth quarter, 
I thought that was the most meaningful stretch of basketball for R.J. Barrett that he has played in his career thus far. Um, I do not think that's an overstatement. The fact that he took on the offense when Randall was on the bench and they didn't and they added to the lead. Just absolutely massive. Uh, James Shank, thank you for your contribution to the Super Chat. Connor Murphy, I have not liked the path of the NBA for a while now, but these Knicks are bringing me back. Thank you, Connor. Thank you so much. Um, I think you're going to be happy to be back. Guard up Knicks, third team All-NBA for Julius, fifth straight. Love it. Thank you, Guard up Knicks. You guys are great on Twitter. <coughs> Mensa Smith, how do players in the NBA not see that Frank Nilakina has a national ad with Michelob Ultra and not want to be Knicks? Easy money. You know, I got to look back at that. I got to see that ad again. Um, I, I, I understand it. It does. Um, I think there's someone on there. Is it Frank? Does it look like Frank? I think it looks like Frank. Um, Greg film stuff. Thank you so much for this. We are playing shutdown defense. When we're losing games, we could stop the bleeding. Randall's morphing into one of the best forwards in the league. The way RJ led on offense before Randall came in in the fourth was growth. We are not a joke. The day, we're, we're, see, the first half of the season was getting past joke level. We've gotten past joke level. This is this is what it looks like to like now take the next stage of, all right, well, what are you? Now that you're not a joke in the NBA, can you build upon that? And I think, again, tonight was as maybe a really significant step in the long term in terms of building on like, okay, we're not a joke anymore. What are we going to be now? Ryan Menzies, this Randall game makes me think of, as I go way back up in the Super Chat, oh, my God, I, I just, my God, we have a 1,000 people here. Can I just say for a second we have a 1,000 people here in the Super Chat? Vivek, Vivek. A 50-piece for number 30, 9, and 11. Shout out to number 4 and 3. Mickey Mouse struggling to show us love. Turning point of the game was RJ in the bench unit extending the lead to give Randall a rest. 13 points for RJ in the fourth. Four bonus points for Frank. Get CT some swag. I completely agree with it. Um, I'm going back up. Thank you. Thank you, by the way, to Andrew Claudio, my producer extraordinaire. Um, Here we go. Okay, now I'm caught up. This Randall game makes me think of what we were missing with Mel after Melo. We took it for granted to have someone who could go get a bucket when you needed it. Every NBA team needs this. Every, every It doesn't matter how sophisticated your offense is. It doesn't matter what kind of plays you run. It doesn't matter how many shooters you have. It matters if you have a guy who could get you a bucket in games like this when you need a bucket. And Julius Randle is becoming one of the 15 to 20 best bucket getters in the NBA. And really kind of that might be selling him short at this point. Um, madness. Madness for a guy that we all wanted to strap to a rocket and send to the moon last year. Anthony Sixto. Maybe I'm high on what felt like a playoff caliber win. What felt like RJ showing awesome patience in working his way out of a cold street. But right now are the Knicks solidly a top 10 NBA team. All right, let's go to – you want to go to the videotape? Let's go to the videotape. So right now um, the NBA's advanced stats page has not updated after um, this win quite yet. Um, make sure – oh, no, it has. It has. Excuse me. Excuse me. I misspoke. So by net rating, the Knicks are the 11th best team in the NBA, tied actually with the 10th place team, the Atlanta Hawks. 
trailing the Boston Celtics, who are at 2.0. The Knicks are at 1.7. The Celtics are at 2.0. And then there's the top eight. The top eight are by themselves. But can you call the Knicks the 10th best team? I think they're in conversation with the Celtics. I think they're in conversation with this Mavericks team. I think those are the I think those are the only two teams that they are in conversation with. So I think they are securely in the nine to eleven range um, of the league at this point. Um, next comment, Michael Aaron, one thousand people in the chat. Yes, um, Tanuj Parik, thank you for your comment in the super chat or, or your your contribution in the super chat. James Stanzioni, James, my man. I think he won some money earlier today on the Timberwolves game. What a time to be alive. You and Andrew are both the GOAT. Uh, it's all Andrew. Um, I still think back to those 2018-19 pods where you helped me still have faith in looking forward to Tibbs starting uh, – looking forward to Tibbs starting to smile at you like Berman. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, huh, it's been a long journey um, over these last two years. Um, you know, they bottomed out. They bottomed out. They bottomed out because they had been bottoming bottoming out for years, and they figured, let's bottom out intentionally. Um, except it wasn't really that intentional because <laughs> that they thought that team was going to win like 25, 30 games that year. Um, but yeah, you know, if you're here and you've and uh, if you're here, I guarantee you, you haven't wavered over these last years because you knew good times were coming. You know, nothing bad lasts forever. Nothing good lasts forever. So enjoy this one because this is one of those nights you look back on. I'm going to look back on as a special one. Um, Thomas Viglanti, block of the season. Love your channel. Keep up the great work. I think it's the play of the season. I think the Noel block is the play of the season. Absolutely. Um, I'm tr- Think about in the moment in the game when Noel had that block. In that moment, what it meant, and then you add into it the athletic feat that it was, I'm sorry, but there's no – we haven't had a game-winning basket this year. If we had had a game-winning basket this year as, like, time expired or almost as time expired, I would I would point to that as the play of the season. I'm pointing to the Noel block as the play of the season. I'm sorry. It's the play of the year for me, and I'm not – I can't even think of a, a clear second. Tim Kim, Bullock is a beast on defense, but I guess to balance him out, he needs to make one dumb mistake in crunch time. Yes, he did. With RJ's progression, do you give him a Jalen Brown type of extension or more? Oh, boy. I'm going to take a sip of water before I answer that. You know what? It doesn't matter. If 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 RJ progresses at this level, yeah, he's going to get a Jalen Brown extension. But if he progresses at this level, he's going to be worthy of a Jalen Brown extension because if you look at what Jalen Brown is, Jalen Brown is a top 15 player in the league. Um, So, if, you know, if you're at this, you know, you look around the league and the finances and what players get, if you're a top – 25 player you get a max contract or if you're a young player who is on the ver- or, or on the clear path to becoming a top five player you get a max contract or close to a max contract yeah of course i mean that's a great problem to have it's a fantastic problem to have gluber then gilber 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 then what is up with tibbs and quickly um i don't think anything's up with tibbs and quickly i think quickly is just struggling a little bit um he's a rookie and he's struggling and that happens to rookies. I'm not worried about it. I think quickly is still a big part of this team, and I think he's going to be fine moving forward. He's just in a bit of a rut. White Falcon 44. Officer Frankie, lock him up. Rose needs to start a point guard. But does Rose need to start a point guard? 
In terms of need, do we want him to start a point guard? Yes. Would the Knicks arguably be better if Robles started a point guard? Yes. Um, right now with Tibbs starting Peyton and then being able to go to Rose and when he's healthy, Alec Burks, you have the best of both worlds because you don't need to play um, Alfred Payton any more than, you know, 15 minutes a night. And, um, I, you know, I thought he was helpful tonight. I thought he was more good than bad tonight. I'm sure I'll get killed for that, but I thought he was. Colin Glick, living in Dallas, watching the Knicks beat the Mavs. The whiskey is flowing tonight. I hope so. It better be. Um, Manav Pawar, I love what Noel has been doing, but I'm beginning to miss Mitch as a lob threat. We're all miss Mitch. Mitch is still a big part of this team. He's a huge part of this team. He's a, he's a big part of this team moving forward. Um, I don't think I've said this on a live stream, or I don't think I've written it in a newsletter. Um, well, I'll say it now. Um, I heard around the way that um, someone that William Worldwide West would like to get to bring in to um, work with Mitchell Robinson this upcoming offseason um, is a gentleman by the name of Kevin Garnett. Um, don't know if that's going to happen, um, but I can I can sit here and say um, with some level of confidence that that is a real thing, that Wes would like to try to bring in KG to work with, with Mitch in the offseason. Um, so that's exciting. I think they still hold Mitch in high regard. Um, Andy Lack, this was an inflection point. Yes, obviously we know the culture was changing, but we feel like tonight, was when the national narrative really started to shift. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what, what happens with the national narrative. And just to be very clear, they need to take care of business on this homestand. For the national narrative to really change over the rest of the season and moving into the playoffs as like, hey, maybe you don't necessarily want to play that Knicks team. They need to take care of business on this homestand. That, that doesn't mean go undefeated. That means go 4-2 and two or 5-1. and one. I would sign for 4-2. and two. I'd love 5-1. and one. Um BX Boy 71 tonight was a playoff atmosphere and we put the league on notice that we are here. Completely agree. This was a playoff atmosphere. Shout out to my man, Mark Fisher. I look forward to seeing you on Tuesday, Mark. Um, Tim Kim. Also, Breen should have called this game, especially a Knicks Mavs game. What is ESPN doing? ESPN, um, they're doing the same shit that they were doing when they made that 25 under 25 list, I guess. Having their head right up their rear end. RJ is clutch. Harry Gabriel, um, thank you for this comment because I completely agree. 13 points in the fourth quarter, big ba um, baseline jumper late in the quarter. That huge shot, huge, massive shot, the baseline jumper there in the fourth quarter late. Um, 39s here we come, 39 wins here we come, five in a row, Paisan. Oh, I love it. Um, I think I'm caught up. Um, Andrew, if I'm not caught up, um, let me know. Oh, wait, no, I got a couple more. Got a couple more. Hold on. We're going to get to them. We're getting David. Uh, Imad Khalil, thank you for the shout out or for the contribution. Uh, JD, here we go. Now we're caught up. Kispert plus one of the Baylor guards would complete the rebuild. I don't know about that. I think we still need a star and a vet point guard and free agency and bring back our own free agents and we'd be golden. I mean, look, here's the thing now. We, we, you know, because again, I do it, you do it, we all do it. We're always thinking about who's the guy. We're always thinking about who's the guy that's going to come here and complete the puzzle because we're always worried about completing the puzzle, right? At this point, and shout out to shout out to Zach Lowe, uh, who I'm always going to shout out because I love Zach Lowe. Um, in the ESPN 10 things, uh, he, he's one of the good things about ESPN. The 10 things column from earlier today, um, he mentioned at the end 
of the column that the 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 step to to get to a, a major market team where where players are going to demand um that you that you trade for them um is becoming competent first and i think we can kind of stop like cons- not stop concerning ourselves um but we can start more just focusing on this team because like if they're taking care of business, it's going to happen. Someone will demand a trade to this team. We saw it 10 years ago with Carmelo Anthony. It's going to happen again. Um, it's just a matter of time. Um, I have a couple more in the Super Chat that I didn't get to, but I'm going to get to right now. Um, White Falcon, Rose, RJ, Randall, Obi, Noel, Knicks, um, plus small forward equals Randall. Um, I can't get on the Randall at small forward train. I know you've been on this one before. It's I, I, he on defense, he needs to play the four. Um, but, um, I love the creativity. Love the creativity guard up. Nick's hit that damn like button. Thank you, sir. Um, Oh, I didn't get to this one. So David Salomon, uh, this felt like a landmark game. Got chills with RJ's performance in the fourth. I'm starting to think the Knicks could do some damage in the playoffs. What a world. Yeah, I mean, I'm just – I'm not sure that they're a team that anybody wants to play, um, and specifically Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee has been exposed in the playoffs past two years. I don't think Brooklyn is going to fear anybody. I don't think Philly is going to fear anybody. But everybody else, including Milwaukee, I don't think they're going to – I don't think Milwaukee's dying to play us. Um, and I'm really – I really want to see Tibbs with the challenge – of shutting down Giannis Antetokounmpo. Not shutting down, but slowing down Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, Don Capacitti also asks about IQ's minutes. Did it seem like Tibbs has lost some patience? I think Tibbs was just trying to win this game, and Tibbs is trying to win every game. He wants to get his rookie's experience, which is why you've continued to see Obi for the last several months. But I think it's a matter of he thought the other guys that he had were going to help bring home this game, and how – how can we say that he's wrong with the outcome tonight? So, I, you know, I, I have a tough time getting on Tibbs for not playing IQ a lot tonight because, again, the result, and it's not like these kids are not still getting exposure. Um, Gary Hartman beating KP remains sweet. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to talk about KP in a minute. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Um, he and Randall aren't even the same stratosphere. This damn team, man. Um, yeah, this damn team. You got that right. RJ's getting a rookie max contract and a super max contract. You love to see it. Um, Michael Aaron, thank you again, man. Sorry if I missed anyone saying this, but with this win tonight, we currently have the longest win streak in the entire league. When's the last time that's happened? Unbelievable. And one more, Sam L. If they make it to five, they will destroy Atlanta. I mean, look, it's look, it, it's going to be tough to make it to four or five. Oh, we got Julius. We'll listen to Julius. Then we'll talk about KP. Hey, Julius. Uh, you know, we said before the game, Julius always gets up for Dallas in his hometown. Uh, how how much were you uh, energized tonight? It looked like you were as sharp as, as you have been in all year. Yeah, I was actually kind of tired uh, a little bit before. Uh, he was tired. You know, I mean, I took you know, a little selfish, uh, drink before and uh, got some energy. And, um, you know, I was locked in and focused. Uh, always love uh, playing at home um, in front of my friends, in front of my family. So it's always special for me. Steve Popper. This uh, winning streak for you guys now is the longest in seven years for the team. Just uh, how do you feel right now with what you guys are doing, where you're at right now, you know, after that little stretch of five or six losses, how you guys have turned it around? We feel good. You know, our confidence never wavers. So we believe in our game plan, our coaches, everybody, one through 15, out there on that court, believes in each other. So, Big 15, baby. Uh, I mean, we have a stretch. Everybody throughout the season, we have a stretch. It's going to be ups and downs, but. Uh, we stay solid. And, uh, we keep Ian Bagley. Julius, I'm just guessing, but I'm just guessing this would be one of the best stretches of your career just the last few games. When you were, were working the way you were working over the summer, did you kind of envision this result? Good question. Absolutely. Uh, it's not just about you know, the weight room and court. Julie is a little bit of a low to talker. To go on the road and uh, sweep, and especially a team like Dallas that beat you, I mean, how good does this feel to, to come out of here with a pretty convincing victory? Uh, it feels great. Um, you know, we had to handle home court, and we had three games in a row at home, so we had to handle that. Um, and then go back on the road. Uh, we had to take care of business as well, so it was good. And now we have a home stretch coming up, so we've got to gotta keep coming. Uh, keep, uh, I like a sweatshirt. Games. Can we move Julia's whole family to New York so we could have this many people at every game? That would be nice. Start a GoFundMe. Tim McMahon. Tim talks about you being the, the engine for this team. What does that kind of responsibility mean to you, uh, given you know the, this kind of the uh, you know the stage that comes with playing for the Knicks and and you know the fact that the recent history for that franchise 
that hasn't been real pretty. Uh, I mean, it's a responsibility, but um, it's not something that's, uh, that weighs on me or anything. You know, it's just my approach of who I am. I consistently try to try to be the same every day. He seems like he's enjoying this a lot. As he should, by the way. Uh, try to be unselfish, play for my team. And, uh, Deserves it. Last question, Steph Bondi. Because I know the All-Star was the goal of yours. Ooh. Do you think about... Um, all right, let's. Uh, we're going to catch up on the Super Chat real quick here. Um... Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about KP in a bit. Oh, so we have someone watching from Greece. Good morning from Greece. It's 7.45 a.m. here. Thanks for the great content. Alfred is a Malaka. Cheers. Uh, shout out to Greece. Um, I love baklava. I would love some baklava right now. Um, oh, and most importantly, this is from Junkard Athens. Let's go, Knicks. P.S. Congrats on the fam of the new member. Only love. Thank you so much. Um, Chris Infanti with a good question. How does the outlook for this homestand change? If Burks is out for extended time, it's my one worry. He helps us with some of our offensive lulls. I was really, really, really worried tonight with Alec Burks out. And I'm not going to lie. I think it's very significant moving forward that he's not going to be here. I'm hoping he's not out for long because I think I think Alec Burks is, you know, I mean, Julius is the most important player on the team. I think RJ is the second most important player on the team. And I think Alec Burks is probably at this point moved ahead of Emmanuel quickly for the third most important player on the team. Just because he has the ability, you know, if Rose is gassed and Alfred doesn't have it going, um, to give you a real shooter on the floor who could run point um, at the end of these games. And the guy has ice water running in his veins. So um, if Burks was here, I would feel a little bit more comfortable about predicting or anticipating a possible 5-1 and home stretch. But that's why I said before I would sign for 4-2. and But we need to sign for – I think we need to get um, at least 4-2. and um, Chris Carter, where is Bootum? I want to talk to Bootum. That man swore Tibbs would be bad for the Knicks. Where is Bootum? Um, I don't know. I don't know. You have to go. Uh, gonna have to go find Bootum wherever he is. Um, so let's talk for for a second about. Are we allowed to? Um, can we allow? Are, are we allowed to talk about KP for a minute? I've been talking for forty two minutes. I want to talk about KP a little bit. I'm so happy this guy is not here. Um, you know, I've 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 had a lot of thoughts and opinions about that trade over the last couple of years. I've come around, obviously, to thinking that it is it was the best trade for the franchise at the time. I've never never come around to believing that the situation was approached as well as it could be by the people running the team at that time, but. When he was here, you, as a fan, had to hold your breath every time he stepped on the court. You had to hold your breath every time he jumped. You had to hold your breath every time he went for an alley-oop. You basically, like, you were walking on eggshells as a, as a sports fan, rooting for Kristaps Porzingis as your best player and that's the thing is he was always going to take the mantle as the best player here because that was his mentality. 
he was like, I'm the guy. I'm always going to be the guy. And the reason why it's not going as well as it should be going in Dallas is because he's not the guy. And he still wants to be the guy. And we don't have to deal with that anymore. And I know that we didn't get maybe as much as we could have gotten. And I know that they prioritize cap space in a deal where they did not necessarily need to prioritize cap space at that time because they could have made a trade in the summer if the players who we don't need to talk about decided they want to come here. I know all that. But they got him out of here before it got to restricted free agency and before it could have gotten a little messy or very messy. And they got real stuff for him. You know, I mean, we'll see what this first round pick is going to be. I'm, I'm thrilled that we won tonight because it's another loss for Dallas. And maybe this pick still does wind up being 2021, 20, something like that, maybe even lower. Who knows? Crazy shit happens, you know, um, but I'm just, there is not a, a part of me that wishes, and I, I think I speak for a lot of people here, there is not a part of me that wishes I still had to root for that guy. And I say this in full recognition of the fact that the first several months of the 2000, um, it's all running together now, um, the 2018-19 season were great, but not worth it. Oh, we got RJ. Here's a guy I like rooting for. Steve Popper. This winning streak for you guys now is at five long, longest in seven years for the team. Just how confident do you guys feel now heading down into this last month of the season and heading home for a long stretch? Um, you know, we're very confident. Uh, very confident. We're playing well. We're in a Burberry hoodie. We just keep that very nice. Really nice. A little blue. Hey, RJ. Uh, how big was your fourth quarter? Uh, to help Julius, I mean, were you thinking like Julius can't like do this alone? And my second question, if I don't get back to, is that we're not going to speak to you tomorrow. Are you looking forward to New Orleans again? Why I know is that was the best outing for you in that, in that game. Um, that'd be tonight that I was able to contribute in any way um, to help get us this one today. And then, of course, you know, it's our, it's our next game. Uh, we're going to go in there with a lot of confidence. Uh, I think it's harder to make RJ so smile than Tibbs. Ian Bagley. Hey, Ian. Um, I have a RJ, just you and Julius, it seems like you guys have both come such a long way when you think about last season. The way he's played the last few games – does that surprise you at this point, or have you come to expect it from him? Honestly, the way they made the schedule, it was Lakers, New Orleans, then in Dallas, and then New Orleans again. Like, <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of knew he was going to come out and do this. So uh, it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, it's a tremendous player, and you know, we're behind him 100%. That's great. Jonathan Macri. Hey, RJ, um, I know you guys are so focused on, you know, taking care of your business, but this team is quickly becoming one that the fans have really embraced around New York and they're really starting to fall in love with. Um, I'm just wondering what you have to say to the fan base um, coming off of this five game win streak. Uh, 
Um, you know, we appreciate you guys. You guys been around over us all year. Um, there's ups and downs in the season. You know, just keep sticking with us, and uh, you know, hopefully, we're we'll, we'll making you guys proud. Thank you, RJ. That young man. That is the young man that is going to help bring this franchise back to prominence. I mean, takes care of his business, approaches the game the right way at an age. I mean, shit. You think about what you were doing. Like, I don't know. Maybe everybody... Maybe everybody else was better than me when I was 20 years old. I remember that when I was 20, my the night I turned 21, I ended up um, uh, puking in a corner of a bar. Um, probably wasn't the last time I did that. He's 20, and he's laying out five-year plans to become the best basketball player he could be. You know, and I understand it's a different situation. He's an NBA player. None of us are. But, like, the growth, um, the way that he has embraced the fact that he is already one of the two best players on the team in New York fucking city that is doing things that um, no team – no team in New York City, for in this sport at least, one that matters at least, has done in, in a long time. And he just – he came out and he was not great to start this year. He had one good game and then he was bad. And then he bounced back from that? Like you want to talk about shit that Chris Stops Porzingis was never going to do? No. This kid, this kid – is the real deal. So, um, you know, thank you to RJ. And, um, man, that's a cool moment. That was fun. Um, I'm going to get catch up on the Super Chat now. <sighs> Emil Beaumontsor, being from Australia, I could have supported any team. Thank God I chose the Knicks. It's finally paying dividends. Let's go Knicks. LGK, baby. Um White Falcon, uh, Elf RJ PG 13, Randall Mitch, Rose Burke Bullocks, Taj Noel. Um, I'd like, I like Paul George. I don't know if they're getting uh, Paul George anytime soon though, but I, again, I like the creativity. Um, my goodness gracious. We, the, the, the super, the, the chat, the chat, the chat, the chat is overwhelming. Um, okay. Ethan Steinberg, Macri, you have made this amazing next season. Oh, come on, stop. Even more amazing. You're a goddamn legend. Listen, I'm I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I get to be a Nick fan and I get to talk to all of you about it. So um thank you for the contribution. Um, but man, um, um, um thank you. Thank you. Um <laughs> Wackery. <laughs> Sleepless quiet. Or, or Robert Cross. Let's talk RJ Ceiling. RJ Ceiling. Woohoo. Um, RJ Ceiling is, is a cross between Jimmy Butler and Paul Pierce, I think. Um, I think his ceiling is a top 15 player in the league. 
I think his ceiling is a top two to three player on a championship team. And I think um, we can stop worrying about RJ's ceiling and just enjoy RJ because tonight was just, it just, I can't speak enough about how much tonight meant for, to, to watch RJ coming off of last year when, again, you would like, you know, God, did he improve? He's just gotten so much better. Guard up Knicks. My has RJ grown on you, man. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has because I see it on the court this season. I didn't. I, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't see it as much last season. I didn't see what other people saw. I didn't have as much faith. I didn't have as much faith in the pedigree and the work ethic and the demeanor. I put too much stock into what we actually saw on the court, and what we saw on the court was not always great. But I was wrong, obviously, because. When you have certain intangibles and when you do show little signs here and there of just like, you know, having the outline of a certain type of game, apparently that's enough. And it's enough for RJ. Brian McElwain, um, Theo Pinson is literally coaching this team at some points. Dude is on the sideline barking out orders with tips. I, Max Theo Pinson, never seen anything like it. Um, White Falcon again. Thank you, White Falcon, for all these comments in the super chat. RJ the Bear Barrett. Barrett equals bear or strength. I like it. Bad eyesight. Um, am I? Uh, here we go. Four points, one foul, plus one, plus five max. This legend, Frank, he will, be, <laughs> he will be here forever. Let's go. I thought. I, listen, Frank had a really nice uh, couple of minutes there. I thought the three pointer was obviously huge. I love the fact that he put the ball on the floor and try and drew drew the foul. Tried to get to the rim. Um, I, I don't know whether it's going to be here. I hope it's here. If it's not here, I'm going to be pulling for him wherever. Wherever he goes, Frank Nilkeen is an NBA player. He's an NBA rotation player for a decent team and maybe even a really good team. Um, and I, I hope it's here. I really do hope it's here. Um, Penja Dragon, it's 6 a.m. in London, man. Enjoy the coffee. Uh, the Knicks are real, and I've forgotten how to deal with this. I've, I, don't, I don't know how to deal with this. I just – I don't know. I don't know what to do. We, we, I just – I talk about it. That's how I deal with it. Then um, I've uh, oh keep up the great content KFS thank you Zolo J RJ is going to be big time in New York for a long time his demeanor reminds me of Derek Jeter you know you know I and one more comment here Hoonsong new KFS shirt the Lucky Charm Mac love the post game live Q and A thanks for letting us in thank you for coming in and White Falcon again trade IQ Frank Knox Obi for PG thirteen or Kawhi I don't think the Clippers are trading those guys for that package. Maybe we stop with the RJ Barrett NBA comps. Maybe we it maybe Jeter really is the comp. Because for G, Jeter for all those years like people outside of New York or people who hated the Yankees were like why why should he get discussed in the group with like these top of the top of the line players? He's all intangibles, right? He leads the league in intangibles. Well, Maybe that's R.J. Barrett's destiny. Maybe R.J. Barrett is never going to look the part, which is, again, that's where the disrespect comes from. That's why he's not on ESPN's stupid list. That's why people don't talk about him in the same context as the Jalen Browns and the, you know, the Michael Porter Juniors and the everybody else of the world because he doesn't look the part. It doesn't look the same as it does with those guys. There's that not that kind of like, Silky smooth fluidity. He's bigger. He's brawnier. He moves differently. He's making it work for him. So 
you know, maybe he does just get the Jeter disrespect year after year after year, as hopefully he continues to lead this team to special things. Because in the intangibles category, man, does he have it. Um, you know, and Jeter was pretty good on the field too, just like RJ is showing us he's pretty good on the court. I don't care how it looks at this point. I don't care how it looks. I care how the results are, and I care how he approaches the game. And you know a serious NBA player about the way he approaches the game and the way um, he grows over time. And I think RJ's growth, it's all we need to see. Michael Aaron, again, forget last year. With RJ and Julius flying under a very um, flawed coaching staff and, or playing under a very flawed coaching staff in front office, this is the first real season for these guys here. Imagine what next year could be. Also, my shirt came today. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you got to wear that proudly. Um, I'm going to talk about I'll talk about it next year in, in a minute. Um, great film stuff. I hope I'm not asking for too much, but I expect RJ's next season to be what Shea was doing this year. 25 and 5 should definitely be within reach. Um, in terms of next steps for RJ, it's the playmaking, right? It has to be the playmaking. Um, it has to be because he, here's the thing. I'm not saying he's not a great playmaker right now. He's a, he's a very good playmaker in flashes, in spurts, but to be able to command an offense and run an offense where in in the same vein as Julius Randle is doing now, where he's making the right right decision pretty much every time, that's you know. But again, how many guys in the league do that and can put the ball in the basket at a at a at a sustainable high level rate? Um, fifteen, twenty. Um, how many of those guys are under twenty three years old or twenty two years old? You know, you count them on one hand. It's Luca. It's it's Shea. Um, you want to give me De'Aaron Fox? Um, Lamelo Ball's getting there. You know that's the next step for RJ is to get into that conversation. Um, William Xavier in the chat handle. Yeah, the handle is going to have a lot to do with it. I'll, I'll uh, shout out the the Michael Grange article one more time from um, last week. Um, working on his wiggle. <laughs> Such a funny word. Working on his wiggle as he gets into the lane and then the finishing on top of that, all of that stuff, even if that's not playmaking, him being a threat where he commands double teams and he commands defenses collapsing on him in the paint as he drives um, is going to equal those kickouts and equal those lobs. I mean, he's already really great on the lob. I think he's he came into his rookie year great with the lob. Um, it's unfortunate he doesn't have Mitch right now, but you know, it's, um, it's, it's all coming. It's all coming. And you're not asking too much. Um, James Lee roster wise, do we have a better team than last year? If so, very slightly, but individuals got better. RJ and Julius. Anyway, love from Sydney, Australia. Love right back to you to Sydney, Australia. Thank you, James. Um, do they have a better team talent wise? Yeah, they have a better team talent-wise. Um, they've had Reggie for most of the year. They have Alec Burks. Julius is better. RJ is better. Quickly is a significant contributor, even though he's been slumping of late. Um, the only thing they don't have is – or uh, Mitch was better when he was here. They have Noel. Um, the only thing they don't have is, is, is Marcus Morris, and I think – 
Marcus Morris's um, value, um, Mook, um, I think his value as an isolation scorer works so much better when he's the third or fourth or fifth cog on a team like he is in L.A. And for as much as, yes, he's very talented, I never thought he made sense next to Julius Randle. And um, so in terms of talent and team complexion, this team is a lot better. And then you act and in the coaching, and that's why we're, you know, we're 30 and, and we're tw- and 27. So, um, yeah, good good question, though. Very good question. Um, Al Diddy, laugh, laugh my ass off at the frame that says the pipe with the JR cartoon. Hilarious. Shout out to the pipe. For anybody who's new to the live stream, I'll just tell this quick story. I apologize for anybody who's heard it before. Um, at my at our wedding, um, we did not do um, table um, name or table numbers. We did table names, and we we had the names for all of our wedding tables being something that that's significant to our ourselves as you know as a couple, and um, something that was very significant to us as a couple. Um, when we first got together it was J.R. Smith um, because we, we, we got together during the 2012-13 season. Obviously, J.R. Smith was a big part of that. My wife was a huge fan of J.R. Smith, both his game, and I think she, she found him uh, quite attractive. And then when the pipe incident happened, um, that was a special moment for us um, as, a, as, a, as a couple. Um, so shout out to the pipe. Shout out to J.R. Smith, wherever you are. I hope you're having fun somewhere out there in the ether. Um, next year. All right, let's 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 close on this. Again, I said earlier I want to focus on this season um, because it, it deserves it. But without getting into specifics or, like, who's it going to be, I think – and this will echo what I what I said to start the live stream. I think we've we've moved past the point of this is a one year fun thing. Um, this is, I think, this is the beginning of something. I think this is more than Tibbs getting the most out of you know a certain group of guys. Um, I think this is. <clears throat> I think this is more than like Julius Randle unsustainably hot shooting. I think this is real. I think this is what it looks like when you, when you lay a culture down and I don't know who it's going to be that comes here. I don't know who they're going to draft, but like Julius Randle is going to get better. RJ Barrett's going to get better. Emmanuel quickly is going to get better. Obi Toppin is going to get better. Um, You know, Alec Burks, if he's here, I don't think Alec Burks has necessarily reached this year. He's playing out of his mind, but like he could sustain this. Like, there's not a lot of guys on this team that you could look. Mitchell Robinson, Mitchell Robinson's going to get better. Nerlens Noel could still get better. This team is a young team. They have moves to make, and I think Tibbs is. Um, I think Tibbs is legit. I think Tibbs is legit. I think the team is bought in. And I think for anybody who's like, nah, Tibbs is going to wear these guys out. Look, he had guys buying in for five years. He had Tibbs. Tibbs had guys buying in for five years in Chicago. 
legitimately building, buying in for five years. He milked the most he could get out of that team. He took a Vinny Del Negro coached 41 and 41 team and he coached him to 60 wins. And every year after that, he uh, the following year, um, he coached him to 50 in a shortened season. And every year after that, he was dealing with massive injuries and roster turnover and this, that, and the other thing, always outpaced expectations. I believe. I believe. Um, catching up on a couple more. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything else in the super chat um, because, guys, man, seriously, the – the uh, no, I think I got everything. The generosity of, of Nick fans is, like, astounding. Um, you're here still. We still have still 700 people here. It's 1.15 in the morning. I'm pretty sure not everybody is in Australia or London or someplace where it's the morning. Um, so, but shout out to you people who are watching from all around the world. Shout out to everybody watching right here in New York and elsewhere in the country. And uh, and I've, I've echoed this before. I'll say it one more time. Shout out to everyone who has stuck with this team. Shout out to Arizona, Las Vegas. My aunt and uncle living in Las Vegas. Shout out Jared Dowell. Uh, Dowdle. Um, oh, one more thing. Sorry, a few people asked this. Um, not in the super chat, but I will speak on this. Taipei, Taipei. Hello from Taipei. Um, Mike James. So the Mike James potential signing, I'm not going to lie. I do not know a ton about Mike James. I know enough about Mike James to know what he is, which is that he's a guy who's a talented player. He's a talented scorer. Things didn't go well in, um, in China. Um, in general, if there's a, an opportunity to bring a player who is a flawed type of player, um, in terms of maybe some peripheral stuff, but has talent, this is the type of situation that I would feel good about bringing that player into in terms of need, um, you know, shooting ball, handling point guard play. Like, yeah, that's what we need. And I would rather take a chance on a guy who's still kind of young issue has shown the ability to do some stuff on the court. Like, again, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know a ton about Mike James, but in terms of a risk, like a worthy risk, would I rather them sign Mike James than um, I saw some people criticizing that they didn't pick up? Uh, oh my God, who got signed the other day? Some vet, some older veteran who's like, you know, he's been there, done that. Like, we're secure in this team in terms of like the rotation. They have Kevin Knox, Frank Nilakina there, not even able to get in games. We have a bunch of um, we have a bunch of bigs now. I think Norvell Pell is um, is here to stay. Um, did did Andrew call me old? There's Andrew called me old. Thank you, Andrew. Um, there is no there's no way he knows how to look at an IG story. Um, I know what an IG story is. I don't know how to look at it. Um, anyway, uh, Anthony Tolliver. Thank you, uh, Mars Jetson. I was talking about Anthony Tolliver. Like Anthony Tolliver, we know what Anthony Tolliver is, and and like I would rather them sign Mike James than Anthony Tolliver. So there you go. Um, Shout out to Brazil. Shout out. Uh, yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Exactly. So take a chance on Mike, Mike James. Anyway, um, let me finish up. I got to finish up because I, I am, I am putting out some semblance of a newsletter for tomorrow. If you've been with this team all along, if you have not given up, I just do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Do do all of us at Nick's Film School here a favor, and everybody who 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 has who has you know contributed to Nick's Film School. Here's what I ask on behalf of everybody: 
Enjoy the hell out of the next 36 hours. Enjoy it because you never know with this team. Um, you never know. We're we're so happy right now. I'm so happy right now. Obviously, I'm still talking. I'm still buzzing about this game, but enjoy this. These are the moments that as a sports fan, they they are special and exciting and they're memorable. And if you have you have been through the shit and you have crawled through the 400 whatever it is, 500 feet of shit smelling foulness that no human being should ever have to endure, which if you've been a fan since 2001 or before, you've endured that that length of 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 smelly shit filled pipe. Um enjoy this. Enjoy this because it's fun, it's real, it's sustainable, and you know, it's it's been earned. Um, so uh yeah, I'm happy, uh, obviously, and I'm happy for for all of us. Thank you, everybody, um uh for you know coming in and, and watching. And um I think that's it. I think we're done. I'm going to go attempt to write something. Thank you, Andrew Claudio, most of all, for uh, picking me up in the Super Chat. And he wants me to read this. Um, thank you all for being part of it and allowing us to have this platform. Tune in tomorrow on Locker Room. Yes! Tune in tomorrow on Locker Room. 11 a.m. We'll be here uh, reliving. I'll probably relive this win in some form or fashion again. And uh, take all your questions. Bring people up to the stage. And um, all right. Everybody get a good night's sleep, or if you're watching from somewhere else, have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Adios.